A table of fables. From the constellations to the oceans, all the nations, all our notions, it makes a story, a million stories. Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to the Table of Fables podcast. I am James Funny Hat. Today, I'm not actually wearing a funny hat. I'm wearing my dental health hat. And as you probably know, a dental health hat has toothbrushes stuck to it. And when you're ready to brush your teeth, you can just take off one of the toothbrushes. Here's a purple one. Here's a green one. And then you take off some of the toothpaste. And then you can brush your teeth. And there's also dental floss. So they're very good, even though they're not funny. The first thing that I wanted to do today is to thank Emily, who lives in Toronto, and Liam, who also lives in Toronto. Thank you for your donations to help keep the show going. It is very, very appreciated, and thank you very, very much. Today, we're going to have a story about being kind and considerate. You might be thinking to yourself, why would I want to be kind and considerate? You might be thinking to yourself, I'm in grade two. I've got lots to do. I'm learning math. I'm learning how to read. I don't have time to be kind and considerate. Well, I'm just the fabulist, and I can't tell people what is right and what is wrong, but I can say this. When you're kind and considerate, your world gets bigger. When you're not kind and considerate, your world gets smaller. So if you want to big world full of open doors and people smiling at you and people to learn from and people to do things with and people who come to you, then you should be kind and considerate. If, on the other hand, you want to have a small world with not many people, a world where people only do things with you if they have to and who are not very happy Well, then what you should do is just be rude. You should just be inconsiderate because that's what will happen. Well, for those of you who want to have a big and bright and happy world, where should you start? Well, don't start way out there with all the people in the world. Just start with the people who are right in front of you. Start with your brother. 
Start with your sister. Start with your dad. Start with your mom. And if somebody gives you something, say, thank you, and see what happens. See if you make everybody around you happier by saying thank you when they give you something. Why don't you start, first of all, with your mom? Maybe you're thinking to yourself, I don't need to be kind and considerate to my mom. My mom loves me. Well, of course your mom loves you, but maybe your mom could like you even more because if your mom loves you and she likes you because you're really nice to be with and you say thank you and you do things for her, then it's going to be even better. She'll love you and she'll like you. So that's what the story is about today. Now, before we get to a story, the story about being kind and considerate, I would like to read some emails because I'm very happy that I got some emails and I love getting emails from you, so please send them in. I got an email from Anthony James, who lives at the Patch of Diamonds in Vermont, USA. And he wrote this. I'll read it. Hi, James Funny Hat. Why are you so hilarious? I think the stories are great. Can you tell a story about imaginary animals? Well, Anthony James, in Vermont, I'm very glad that you thought the stories are great. But the thing is, I am not hilarious, and I don't know where you got that from. Did somebody tell you I was hilarious? Because I'm not hilarious. Hilarious people do strange things. Like they might make sounds like this. I wouldn't do that. Or hilarious people might make a sound like this. I don't even know how to make that sound, Anthony James. So, I'm not hilarious. The other thing you were asking about is if there could be a story with imaginary animals. Well, do you know what? Today, there is a story with animals. But the thing is, only two of them are imaginary. One of them is real. So thank you very much, Anthony James, for your message. There is another message, too. And this message is from Isabella, who lives in Woodbridge, Ontario, Canada. And she has a question, and the question is this. Dear James Funny Hat, can you do a back walkover? Well, I'm not really sure, Isabella. Let me look up what a back walkover is. Hmm, I'm looking it up. Ah, here it is. A back walkover is an acrobatic maneuver in which a person transitions from a standing position to a back bridge and then back to a standing position again. Okay, so it's some kind of gymnastics thing where, okay, I'm going to try it. How hard could it be? Okay, here I go. Um, all right, I'm in a standing position. Now I'm going to put my hands above my head and I'm going to lean backwards and I'm going to lean all the way Okay, that was harder than I thought. Um, all right, Isabella, in Woodbridge, Ontario, the answer is uh, no, I can't do a back walkover. At least right now, I'm going to practice. 
Okay, there's going to be a story coming up, and you will hear a sound. It's the sound of the story bell. When you hear the story bell, put your hands up in the air. When you can't hear the story bell anymore, put your hands down, and then the story will begin. Now, just to make sure that we're ready, we're going to take a deep breath in like this. And then breathe out. And breathe in again. And breathe out. Very good. Here comes the story bell. This is the story of someone who is very busy in the forest all day making something sweet to eat. The sweet thing to eat is honey, and the one that makes it, as you know, is bee. Nobody saw bee very often because she was in her hive all day busily making her golden, tasty treasure. Everyone could hear her though, and her very busy song that went something like this. There were two animals that loved the honey. One was bear, and the other bunny. They both loved the honey, but had very different ways of getting the honey. First, let's talk about Bunny's way. Bunny would be in the forest somewhere, and she would hear the sound, and smell the smell. Mmm, honey. She would wander over to the hive. When she got there, she would stop and listen. Bunny couldn't see Bee, but she knew she was in the hive somewhere making her honey. Hello in there! Bunny would call in a pleasant voice. Who's there? asked Bee. It's me, Bunny. How are you, Bunny? I'm really good now that I've smelled your nice honey. Thanks so much. Would you like some honey, Bunny? Yes, please. Put your hand in the hive and I'll give you some, said Bee. Bunny would carefully reach her hand in the hive, and Bee would put some nice, sweet, golden honey on her hand, and Bunny would slide her hand out of the hive and say, Thank you. Then Bunny would taste the honey, and Bee would ask, How's the honey, Bunny? It's the best honey I've ever tasted. The best honey in the world. 
Thanks so much for sharing it. Thanks, Bunny. Would you like some more, honey? Yes, please. Put your hand in the hive, then. They went on like this, and sometimes Bee would offer Bunny four or five helpings of honey. You may have noticed three important things. The first is that Bunny always talked in a pleasant voice. The second is that she had very good manners and always said please and thank you. The third is that Bunny always waited until she was asked before she reached her hand into the hive. Keep those three things in mind as we see how Bear got honey, because Bear had a very different way. Bear would be somewhere in the forest, just like Bunny, when he would hear the sound. And smell the smell of Bee making her honey. He had a different reaction, though. Honey? Honey? Honey! 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 Bear would start sniffing wailing his arms around. He would crash through the forest trying to find out where the smell was coming from, knocking over trees and birds' nests all along the way. Eventually, he would hone in on the hive and he would lumber right up to it and shout as he banged his fist on the edge of the hive. Honey, gimme honey, gimme honey, gimme honey! B would hear the racket and call out from inside the hive. Uh, who's there? Me, bear. Now give me honey. I won't give honey to someone so rude, said B. Me not rude. Me bear, and me don't care. Give me honey. He would keep banging on the hive, and then he would take his big paw and jam it down into the hive and try to grab the honey away. Bee didn't only make honey, though. She also made a very painful stinger, and when she saw that big paw grabbing at the inside of her home, she turned around and sunk a poisonous stinger right into Bear's grasping paw. Bear pulled his hand away and ran through the forest. Now let's talk about how Bear asked for honey. Did Bear talk in a nice voice? No, it was a rough and demanding voice. Did Bear have nice manners? No, he didn't have polite words and he didn't do polite actions. Did Bear wait until Bee asked before he put his hand in the hive? No, he just shoved it in when he felt like it. Who got more honey, Bear or Bunny? And who would you rather ask like, Bear or Bunny? So that is how Bear and Bunny got honey. But this is a story of what happened on one particular day. Bunny was in the forest and she heard the sound. Smelled Bee's honey and she went over to the hive. When she 
there, but she did what she always did. She talked in a pleasant voice, she had good manners, and she waited before she put her hand in love. How are you? Good, how are you? Really good, now that I smelled your nuts, honey. Would you like some more? Yes, please. It's the best honey in the world. Oh, thank you, thank you. It was just like what always happened. He gave her some honey, and then some more, and then some more. When Bunny was done, she walked away from the hive and was eating the honey that she just got from Bee. And she happened to walk right by Bear. Honey, where you get honey? asked Bear. I got it from Bee, replied Bunny. No fair. Bee never give honey to Bear. Why Bee give Bunny honey? Where Bee sting you? Bee didn't sting me. What? What did you do? I went over to her hive. I talked in a nice voice. I had good manners. And I waited until Bee asked before I put my hand in the hive. Hmm, me do that too. And Bear ran off toward the hive, chanting the three important things along the way. Talk in nice voice, have good manners, wait till be asked before I put my hand in the hive. Talk in nice voice, have good manners, wait until be asked before I put my hand in the hive. Talk in nice voice, have good manners. I can smell honey. Have good manners. I can smell honey. Wait until I am asked. Have good manners. I can smell honey. Talk in nice voice. Hmm, I can smell honey. Have good manners. Hmm, I can smell honey. Hmm, have good Hmm. By the time he got there, all Bear could think about was honey, and he was in a frenzy. He banged on the hive. Gimme honey, gimme honey, gimme honey, gimme honey, gimme honey, gimme honey. And then he remembered. Oh, manners. Uh, Gimme honey, uh, please. Bee had never heard a sound like that before, so she called out from inside the hive. Who's there? Bear thought to himself that Bee will never give it to him because she only likes Bunny. But he really wanted the honey. And he said, "Uh, It's Bunny. I'm Bunny. You sound very different, Bunny said Bee in a puzzled voice. Bear was bouncing around. He was so close to the honey, he could hardly stand it. Me Bunny, now give me the honey. Bee couldn't understand why Bunny was sounding so different, but she was just about to give some honey anyway. Before Bee even gave him permission though, Bear had already thrust his big paw into the hive. Your hand looks very different today, Bunny. Me, Bunny, now give me the honey. Bee put some honey on Bear's paw, and Bear snatched it away and gobbled it up. How's the honey, Bunny? asked Bee. She was waiting for Bunny to say thanks and how much she enjoyed the honey when she saw Bear's big paw reaching in again. More honey, me want more honey. 
Why are you acting so strangely, Bunny? More honey! Bear reached his other paw in and started clawing up as much honey as he could reach. But he wanted to see where there was more, so he put his whole head right into the hive. When Bear's head was in the hive, Bee could clearly see that this was not Bunny. Do you think she gave him honey? Never get honey until he learns to ask like to the end of the story and I hope you enjoyed thinking about being kind and being considerate and I hope you come next week again to the Table of Fables podcast where there will be another story. Thank you very much again to Amelie in Toronto and Liam in Toronto for supporting the show. You can find out with your parents how to support the show by going to jameshoneyhat.com so have a great day and a great night and a great week and we'll see you next time on the Table of Fables. I'm James Funnyhead.